This episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast is brought to you by Richard's Billiards. Hey, you got nothing to do tonight. Do you feel the need to step away from your house and head over to a place where you can go ahead and just drink some beer, shoot some pool, have a good time? Do you feel the need to just be at a place where you can just go there, eat, take your mind off of a bunch of shit, Drink all the beers there, take all the shots there, take over the jukebox, run it like it's your own, and own the place like it belongs to you? (laughs) Well, Richard's Billiards is definitely the place for you. So if you guys had an opportunity, you know that there was a show that happened over at Richard's Billiards last night. And uh, no doubt there's going to be more events happening in the next couple of months. We are we are in March right now, believe it or not. And Richard's Billiards is, de- is going to be having probably, I believe, two events, if not more. So just in case if you're interested, if you feel a need to check out any sort of awesome events, whether it's boxing or UFC, Richard's Billiards is definitely the place for you. And if you feel a need to check out any live shows, any live action, Richard's Billiards is also the place for you. Take advantage of their awesome drink specials. Take advantage of Pinky's great food in every way possible. And if you can, just uh, stop by and say hello to everybody. And just in case if you feel the need to get a job from Richard's Billiards, they will definitely, you know, hire you up. All you got to do is be experienced, be right, and more importantly, be on time. That's how it goes. <laughs> Richard's Billiards... Welcome to the new era, new name, same place, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this brand new edition of the Main Event Talk podcast, and I know this is kind of a bit sudden because I kept thinking about what's gonna, what's been happening in the past couple of, couple of days about what I was going to do and stuff this week, because as we know, AEW's revolution had took place this past Sunday, and obviously I'm doing a, a review about the show and everything else like that. Also, i got to talk about this coming Sunday's Elimination Chamber. And it's just so funny that we just went through a super showdown from a couple of days ago, and now all of a sudden, here we are checking out Hmm. No, sorry, I thought I heard a noise. But anyways, we just went to um, the Super Showdown that happened this past th- uh, Thursday. And I know there's a lot of people that want to know my thoughts. Well, I, I think I mentioned my thoughts on the Universal Championship. Uh, Goldberg winning the title from The Fiend. So, obviously, you know, I'm going to talk about that a little bit and so much more. Also, I'm going to go ahead and uh, talk a little bit about uh, elimination Chamber, and then obviously do my little review of AEW's Revolution from this past Sunday. I had a chance to see the pay- well, this past Saturday, I'm sorry. I had a chance to look at the pay-per-view the following day. Saw the entire event, so I'm going to give you my take on each event, I mean, each match, and everything else like that, so that way you guys can get an idea of what's going on. So, before I talk about AEW's revolution, I want to give you guys an update of what's been happening with me in the past couple of days. Now, if you guys have been keeping up with uh, what I've been doing at home, you'll know that uh, I've been um, doing some serious work on the top of my roof of my house. So what I did was um, I had all the material I needed. All I had to do was just go buy uh, go buy a couple of two by sixes so that way I can replace all the stuff over on the top of my roof. Because when I went up there on the top of my roof, I mean, holy shit, 
And it was a very good thing that I got up there. And it was also a good thing that I did it on a day when it wasn't going to rain. As a matter of fact, I was um, checking out the weather in the past couple of uh couple of days to see if it was going to rain and you know how you hate it when you look into your phone and you try to check out the weather updates and everything and you try to make sure that there's not going to be any rain in the next couple of days right you try to make sure that you know you don't get rain tomorrow or you don't get rain the next day because you don't know how much longer you're going to be on top of the roof well luckily the main event had had enough time to replace all the wood cut it down and everything and i realize now what i have to do when i go on top of the roof next time because you know i i know how to replace stuff and you know i'm not exactly the best roofing expert but i have an idea of what needs to be done and plus when you look at youtube because most of the time when people want to do the how-to stuff you can read a book but it'll take you like forever to figure everything out from piece by piece but then if you look over at youtube and check out everything from there then it's like oh cool then this is what i have to do this is what i have to buy this is what i have to get voila i should be able to have my roof fixed in no time so to give everyone an update, the roof is fixed, all the wood's been replaced, uh, everything has been covered up and everything. The only thing that has to be done right now is just to put in the roof shingles. So I went ahead and covered up everything and got everything on it. And um, on the top of my house, I mean, when I noticed the old stuff on there, I noticed that there were, I think, two layers or three layers of... Um, of that black tarp, that black uh, paper, you know, the, the stuff that's right there on top of the roof. There was, th you know, two pieces of it, three pieces of it. So I had to do the same thing, you know, you know, as soon as I lay out the wood, as soon as I lay out the stuff, put the, um, the black tarp on top of the roof, make sure it was even, make sure it was done right. And it looked good. And I only had to cut a section of it because I didn't want to cut everything. You know, I just wanted to cut that entire section. And man, the uh it was probably what two probably two and a half feet of uh of wood that i had to install luckily i bought five long pieces of one by sixes you know to get to get what i needed put it on get it done and then that was it so the only thing i gotta do now is uh you know put the roof shingles on hopefully this weekend when i get the opportunity and then once i get an opportunity to put on the roof shingles this weekend because i think we're supposed to be expecting some rain here in corpus christi sometime in the next couple of days hopefully after the weekend because once i get done you know finishing off what i got to finish off and then once the rain comes in it'll give me an opportunity to have it tested out now i know some people go ahead and do the whole you know why don't you just go ahead and just do the water hose and just do it like that no nah, no nah, i mean i want it when i want to do it when the rain actually comes I, I i like that i like it a whole lot better that way as opposed to having somebody waterproof it for me because that that take forever I don't want to try and do it like that. I'd rather wait until the rain actually shows up. And when the rain shows up, I'm going to be looking at I'm going to be looking for the inside of my house and seeing if the water's going to come down, if it's going to do anything and if if it's completely protected and I don't have to worry about any leaks coming into my house, then that's it. I don't have to deal with it and then I can work on the next the next couple there's like two parts of the roof that i need to fix one part is already done another part is not as bad but it could get worse in the next couple of days so if i go ahead and replace the wood get it done 
and you know put in some new wood put in the, the roof shingles and everything it'll last me for you know few years you know going along and there's even when i you know when i look up at my roof i look at it, it's like wait a minute how the fuck did that shit get there because i noticed that inside my house i look at the roof from the inside i see all these two by sixes and then all of a sudden i see this like what the fuck is that plywood doing there and it doesn't it doesn't even match everything that goes on and it's like okay now it explains the fucking leak in my roof you know and and this is one of these things where you know my uh my mom had passed away you know just to get personal here my mom had passed away uh right around 2000 uh right around april of 2016 actually 17 i think no 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 16 i'm right 16 she passed away at um around april of 2016 and my father and uh, my father has Alzheimer's disease, and and this is one of these things that I really don't like to get personal with people on this, but just to give everyone an idea of what's going on. My parents that had this house, well, I remember when they had the roof fix, I'm going to say 10 years ago, I think. It was 10 years ago, and I looked at it, and I said to myself, I mean, who the fuck did my parents get to get this fucking shit fixed? Because I'm looking at it, it's like, wait a minute. Why the fuck does that look like shit? And it makes you look, it makes you think, you know what? They could have gave, you know, whatever they were, whatever money that they were spending on the roofers, I could have done it. I could have done it for them. I could have done it for less than what the fuck these guys were doing, you know? So... <laughs> All I know is, all I know is, when I go up on that roof again and fix up the shit that I see up there, it's gonna get replaced. It's gonna get replaced one way or another. And like I said before on my last podcast, do yourself a favor. To those of you who, who like to do things on your own and like to make sure that everything is done accordingly and right, check it out, look at it, know what to get, know how to get it, and then. Once you get to the point of fixing the problem and taking it apart in every way possible and putting it back, then you will say, hey, I did that shit. I was good. I didn't need anybody's help. I took some advice. I took some well-needed advice to fix the roof, which was good. And I'm glad I did. So now, all I have to do next, I mean, once I fix that side of the roof which is almost right there in the living room. I have another one I'm going to work on, which I'll probably, you know, leave that behind for right now until about another... Well, depending on the weather, because I don't, I don't want to go ahead and just start fixing something, and then here comes the rain, and I can't get to it, you know? So I'm just going to, for now, just to give everyone a progress report, I'm just going to leave that part of the roof, you know, put the roof shingles on, put it done, get it, you know, finish it off, and then worry about the next part of the roof probably within the next couple of weeks or until after the rain's over, you know, just like that. So that's a little progress report on that. Now, we're going to talk, obviously, we got to talk about AEW's revolution on this episode, and I uh, have a lot I want to talk about on this episode, but before the main event goes ahead and decides to get into this whole thing with AEW's revolution, I want to go ahead and uh, obviously I got to give a big shout out to Richard's Billiards and everything. They're going to be having some big events coming in the next couple of days, and as a matter of fact, I'm looking into the uh, to the uh, deal's Facebook page. I look at this, and apparently they changed their little logo out, so 
uh, big shout out to Richards, by the way. Uh, it says here, uh, all UFC and boxing events, 17 pool tables, uh, full bar, live music. Uh, hmm, this is, well, the craft beer is what I see, but uh, karaoke night? Really? Karaoke night? When did you guys do started doing karaoke? Oh, this is it. And, 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 and here's the thing. And, and, and Riches, please do not, do not get mad at me when I tell you this. Don't do karaoke. Don't, and, and, and I'm saying this for your own good. Listen to me. It's like this. If Molly's doing, this is the truth. If Molly's doing the karaoke thing, let them handle it. Any other place that does karaoke, let them do it. Riches, we don't need to do karaoke. This is my opinion on it. And and I want to get this out of the way. I don't have a problem with karaoke. I don't have a problem with it at all. But if it's done at certain places, let them do it. Let them do it. At Riches Billiards, I want my I want my bar to be simple. Drink some beer, jam out to good music, live music is okay, pay-per-view events are fine, boxing and UFC is okay, you got your own dinner over there at Pinkies, that's fine, but karaoke, leave it the fuck alone, okay, this is for your own good, riches, leave the karaoke alone, put it out the fucking pasture, okay, and, and like I said, I got nothing against it, it's just the fact that there's too many places here in Corpus Christi that do karaoke, Okay, that do it. I don't want riches to be a part of that at all. Zero, not a damn thing. Not that it's not worth anything. It's just not worth a damn at riches. That's just me. That's just me. I'm sorry. I know some people will probably chime in and say, "Oh, well, what are you talking about, Furman? I mean, karaoke is a fucking shit." Yes, it is. If it's at Molly's or if it's at any other place at riches, I want to leave that alone. Okay. And now, if I'm on stage with a band, that's a different story. Okay, that's not karaoke. That's me playing a fucking song with the band. That's a different story. It's not karaoke. I'm not going through some script right here where I'm reading. It's like, okay. What's the words that we're not gonna? We're not gonna take it. Dun, 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 hello. We good at it. I'm not going to do that fucking shit. No! And by the way, I would rather sing a whole lot better than that. Though. But that's, <laughs> that's just me. But anyways, let me get into this. <laughs> <coughs> let me get into some of the events that are going to be happening at Ridges Billiards in the next uh, two months from now. Uh, the London Choir Boys are going to be here. I believe it's going to be next week. It's going to be on Thursday, March 12th, 9 p.m. The London Choir Boys are going to be over at Richard's Billiards next Thursday. The tickets go on sale, $12 a ticket, $15 a day of the show. That that should be a tremendous event. And also, spring break is coming, guys. So if you want to check out an awesome show, come over to Richard's Billiards and check out Tantric. Tantric Spring Break Concert, Friday, March 20th. Uh, 9 p.m. Tickets are on sale at Rich's Billiards. $12 a ticket, $15 a day of the show. That's going to be one great event as well. Let me see. Uh, where the hell did I go? Okay, here we go. And, of course, the Ataris with Drastic Actions and Oldie Han. Friday, April 3rd at 8 p.m to 11 p.m. It's going to be the weekend of WrestleMania. It's also going to be the weekend of NXT TakeOver Portland. No, no, no. I'm sorry. NXT TakeOver Tampa. 
and also WWE's Hall of Fame induction ceremony, which is also going to take place that same weekend. So that should be a tremendous event as well. Of course, the event over at Richard's Billiards with um, the guitarist is going to be $15 a ticket. I'm not sure how much tickets will be on the day of the show, but I'm sure I'm sure we're going to probably mention that somewhere along the line. Now, uh, Riff Raff is going to be coming over to Rich's Billiards, as you know. They can't. They try to come over here on the uh, the weekend after the Super Bowl, which didn't happen, and then they canceled once again, not once but twice. So they're coming here Friday, June fifth, at eight thirty p.m. to eleven p.m. Riff Raff with Dark Street, Rob Zilla, Michael White, and more. The tickets are between twenty dollars and seventy dollars, which I don't understand unless I get free frequent flyer miles with my ticket and everything else like that. Okay, so anyways, oh, oh by the way, there's. Uh, a little bit more to it here. It says here that uh, general admissions is $20 a ticket. Uh, VIP, uh, VIP includes one GA ticket plus meet and greet with uh, laminate and tour t-shirt. That's around $70. Okay, now I can understand why. So that's going to take place on June 5th, Friday, over at Richard's Billiards. Get your tickets while you can. Richard's Billiards, well, I was going to say welcome to the new era. But right here, I guess they have the new logo all set up right here. It says Richard's Billiards, not your average heroes. Um, I actually, no, no, I actually like that. I can actually try to combine. I can actually combine. Ah, okay. Let's, let's see if this fits. Richard's Billiards, new name, same place, not your average heroes. Booyah. I got it. Richard's Billiards. New names, same place, not your average heroes. We can eliminate the whole thing. You know, you know how I always say the welcome to the new era, right? And, and it's pretty much it, but I think we can leave out, leave out the new era part and go ahead and just go with Richard's Billiards, new name, same place, not your average heroes. That sounds perfect. That sounds pretty good. But anyways, um, get your tickets for all these events over at Richard's Billiards in the next coming, uh, next coming months. And no doubt the main event will probably be heading to Richard's Billiards as soon as he can. And um, as I stated before, I'm... I'm taking some time away from Richard's Billiards. If anybody's been wondering where the main event has been, how come I've not shown up over at Richard's Billiards, it's because, it, well, as you guys know, I'm working on my roof at the house and everything else like that. Oh, and wait a minute. Speaking of the roof of my house and speaking of things that needs to be done at the house, we actually had some plumbing done over here at my house as well because, you know, we had talked about wanting to not only get my roof fixed, but also wanting to get my plumbing fixed as well. So uh, my brother's friend, Humberto, went ahead and came over uh, Saturday. We had a little barbecue going Saturday at my house. And as a matter of fact, a big shout out to my friend, uh, the only person that actually showed up to the barbecue, not Mark Anthony Pantoja, not Homestar Runner Hector Juarez, or anyone else that was invited, because I did invite all, I did invite everyone that came in. The only person that showed up, that showed up, brought his little dog with him, friend of mine right down the street, you know him as the Rob Arnold of the Periwinkle Massacre, I'm talking about 
Matt Gungora. Yeah, Matt Gungora was hanging 10 along with me, my brother's friend Humberto, and my brother drinking a couple of beers, having ourselves a good time. And, well, I mean, you know, Matt got a taste of what my brother's barbecue brings along for the ride, and that's exactly what he got and he hanged out with us for about maybe about an hour or two and everything you know jamming out some old school music jamming out and having ourselves a real good time and it was real real great you know to have him along and everything else everything else like that just to see what he's doing so hopefully and i did receive a message from my friend liz (laughs) who i i delivered the message on a saturday for her to show up over at my house to check out, you know, the barbecue and the drink and all that other stuff. But then I received a message just yesterday. And I was like, well, you're a little too late. <laughs> Big shout out to Liz and everything else like that, by the way. Uh, I, and like I, like I told you before, you know, you're the next time when me and my brother have a whole barbecue thing going, you're invited. You can come along. You can bring whatever friends you want. I'll bring Homestar. I'll bring Mark Anthony. I'll bring every single person that wants to try over to come over to my house and check out some barbecuing and everything else like that. Okay. <coughs> okay, before we get into the AEW revolution, I want to talk about what's going to happen this coming Sunday. Because as you know, WWE has already done the Super Showdown and everything else like that. And it seems like everything's all being set up for WrestleMania. So, if you don't mind, uh, before we talk about WrestleMania, I want to talk about what's going to happen at Elimination Chamber. So let's see if we can try and get into this whole thing with a uh, with the elimination chamber. Do we have? Hmm. There should be a wiki a Wikipedia page about. Okay, here we go. Because there's not going to be that many matches that I know of that are going to happen. There's only like a few that have already been announced and probably. Oh, oh wait a minute, actually. Oh, okay, I'm wrong. There's actually six matches that have already been announced and everything else like that. Okay, so let's look through all the matches and everything. For a singles matchup for the United States Championship, it's going to be the champion Andrade to defend the championship against Humberto Carrillo. That's going to take place over Elimination Chamber. And this one is a no-disqualification match. Uh, These two did meet up on Monday Night Raw, and this is going to be interesting. Death Metal's favorite wrestler. My um, one of my favorite NXT superstars, now part of Raw, Alistair Black, goes one on one against my man, the phenomenal AJ Styles. That's gonna be a great, uh, tremendous match as well. And also, the tag team championship will be decided. And just to let everybody know, this past Monday, okay, well, just to get everybody a brief history of what's going on, the Street Profits did not become the Raw Tag Team Champions over at the Super Showdown. They lost to the Messiah, Seth Rollins, and Murphy to retain the tag team titles. However, this past Monday was an entirely different story. The Street Profits became the new Raw Tag Team Champions. They defeated the Messiah, and they defeated Murphy this past Monday, and now they get an opportunity for the rematch. The Street Profits, the new Tag Team Champions, the Raw Tag Team Champions, will go up against the former Tag Team Champions, Seth Rollins and Murphy. Now, I'd mention that if they're going to, if they're going to escalate this feud, because I already see a WrestleMania match coming with Seth Rollins and a certain, a certain individual that interfered in that match on Raw, which I will bring up in just a moment. 
another matchup that's going to take place. The first of two Elimination Chamber matches. Uh, this one is going to be for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The Miz and John Morrison will be defending the Tag Team Championship against the New Day of Big E and Kofi Kingston. And also my favorite tag team, Jimmy and Jay the Usos. Otis and Tucker of Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, and Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Those are going to be the teams that are going to be a part of the Elimination Chamber. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that this is the second time where an Elimination Chamber match featured tag teams. Uh, the last one actually took place. And believe it or not, all the tag teams that were going after the Tag Team Gold took place right here in Corpus Christi, Texas, over at the American Bank Center. And I should know because I was there when that shit took place. So that's one hell of a matchup. Now, right here, for the Intercontinental Championship, it's going to be a three-on-one handicap match. Ron Strowman versus Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn. Okay, that's going to take place right there. Natalia. Oh, right here. The Elimination Chamber match. For the WWE Women's Championship match at WrestleMania 36, the the women are, and I hope this is the main event for the match, it'll be Natalia versus Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler versus Asuka versus Ruby Riot versus Sarah Logan. Now, to give you guys an update of what's going on here, the word around the street is that Asuka is not going to be a part of the Elimination Chamber. Supposedly that they're going to try and replace her with the returning Nia Jax. Now, we haven't heard anything from Nia Jax in over a year. We know she had uh, an injury that happened to her that kept her sidelined for a while. So now, hopefully, we'll get an opportunity to see Nia Jax possibly take the place of Asuka. But we don't think that's going to happen any way possible so as far as i see it right now if anything changes i will bring that up in the next episode of the main event talk podcast this coming saturday as i talk about the entire elimination chamber i'm gonna get i'm gonna be giving you my predictions on all the matches that are going to be happening in elimination chamber coming up this sunday live as it happens on the wwe network elimination chamber is march the whatever the sixth seventh right let me see if I can see here. March 8th. I'm sorry. Sunday, March 8th, over in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the home of ECW, over at the Wells Fargo Center. The main event cannot cannot wait to check it out. Elimination Chamber is this Sunday live on pay-per-view or on the WWE Network as you see fit. So that's what's going to take place. I cannot wait to check that out and so much more. Okay, guys, we have already talked about the Elimination Chamber. Let's talk a little bit about WrestleMania, if we can, because I know there's going to be several matches that are going to be taking place over at WrestleMania and several matches that could possibly happen. Let's see if we can get to the WrestleMania Wikipedia page, because no doubt something will happen right there. Okay, they got this set up. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, I think there's a Wikipedia... Yeah, there is a Wikipedia page for that. Okay. Nice. It looks very, very nice. Now, some of the matches uh, that they've put down... Let's see. So, they've already put down five matches that are going to take place. And possibly a couple that ha have will not be revealed just yet. But just in case if... 
anybody this uh well you'll you'll have to apologize i have to apologize right now because i'm trying to do this podcast and trying to get it out of the way but my dogs apparently won't stop playing around they need to they need to really stop that okay so let's look at some of the matches that are going to take place here now becky lynch is going to be defending her Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania, and she will defend against the winner of the Women's Elimination Chamber match, which is going to take place this Sunday. I'm not going to give you my prediction just yet until the Elimination Chamber podcast, which we'll talk about this coming Saturday, so be ready for that. And just announced, and we know this is going to happen at WrestleMania, and this is something that I had this feeling that was going to happen, and I will, I'll give you my take on it, when it happens, and I'll probably talk about it a little bit in the Elimination Chamber uh, podcast. It is official. It's going to happen at WrestleMania. It's going to be John Cena. John Cena returns to WrestleMania, and he goes one-on-one against a man who lost the Universal Championship to Goldberg, the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Oh, man, that's going to be one all. Awesome matchup. And speaking of Goldberg, Goldberg will be defending the Universal Championship as he goes face-to-face with Roman Reigns. I cannot wait to see how that matchup turns out right there. Now, also, for the first time ever, the NXT Women's Championship will be defended at at WrestleMania as the champion Rhea Ripley goes one-on-one against the number one contender, the winner of the 2020 Royal Rumble, Charlotte Flair. This is going to be a tremendous matchup to check out. And then, of course, the matchup, the the main event of the evening, if you will. Brock Lesnar, the WWE champion, will be defending his championship over at WrestleMania against Drew McIntyre, the winner of the 2020 Royal Rumble. And so far, those are the matches that are going to take place at WrestleMania. Now, to other matches that could possibly happen, one match that I know could, could happen, may happen, I mentioned... I mentioned an interference that happened in the tag team matchup with uh, Seth Rollins and Murphy and the Street Profits. The individual that interfered in that match was none other than Kevin Owens. And no doubt, at WrestleMania, this this isn't official yet, but no doubt it'll probably happen at WrestleMania. So imagine this, if you will, and we already see it coming. The Messiah, Seth Rollins, goes one-on-one against Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Could that happen? We'll find out this coming Monday on Monday Night Raw. Also, another matchup that could take place. And, um, well, if you had a chance to see Monday Night Raw, and if you had a chance to see what happened with Beth Phoenix, you know about the situation, you know how that shit goes, and holy shit. You know, I wasn't sure if he was going to give her the RKO, if Randy Orton was going to give Beth Phoenix the RKO, and it happened, and it did take place. So I think... Let's call it like we see it. I think it's going to happen at WrestleMania. Randy Orton versus Edge at WrestleMania. Like I said, it's not official, but it could happen. It could happen. And also, another matchup. What would WrestleMania be without an appearance from The Undertaker? And no doubt, The Undertaker will possibly, and this is just a rumor that I'm hearing, 
and I am, I'll give you my speculation, I'll give you my thought on it when I get to the Elimination Chamber. But the big rumor is, at WrestleMania, The Undertaker will be at WrestleMania, and his opponent could possibly be the man I just mentioned earlier who's going to be taking on Aleister Black at Elimination Chamber, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. That could happen as well. Now, there are going to be other events that are going to take place over at WrestleMania. Not sure exactly what matches will take place at WrestleMania, but if I, you know, if I beg to differ, if I know how this goes, I know exactly what matches will take place and how it will go. So be ready, guys. WrestleMania is going to take place over in Tampa, Florida. It's going to happen Sunday, April 5th, Tampa, uh, Tampa, Florida, over in the the Raymond James Stadium. Over in Tampa, Florida, WrestleMania live as it happens. WrestleMania 36 on pay-per-view or on the WWE Network. So I can't wait to check that out and so much more. And no doubt my good friend, Homestar Runner, Hector Juarez, will probably be able to have that event if it takes place. Oh, and, and speaking of that, um, <coughs> speaking of my thoughts on if, in fact... WrestleMania is going to be taking place. The big word around town, and uh, we know that the coronavirus is becoming a very, very serious case. And it's starting to take a rapid effect on the entire world. So there's been uh, a lot of talk about WrestleMania possibly possibly being canceled because of the whole coronavirus thing. And this is the thing. Um, You know, everyone's taking this whole coronavirus thing seriously, and... To me, I, you know, I think it should be a precautionary measure in WWE's part. And not just in the WWE, but over New Japan Pro Wrestling. No doubt AEW is probably taking this whole thing seriously. Every other wrestling promotion should be taking this whole coronavirus thing seriously because it's nothing to joke around with. It's nothing to mess with because, you know, a lot of people are getting sick of this coronavirus and everything. And it's really getting serious. You know, normally I would joke about it because when you think of the word coronavirus, you think of the word corona beer. You know, and yeah, I mean, that would be considered a joke but in this case it's very very serious and i don't think it should be a joke in any particular way and everything else like that so if wrestlemania gets canceled we know why but if wrestlemania continues then we will you know not worry about it and everything else like that okay uh there is one more thing there is one more thing i want to talk about before i get into the whole aew revolution deal Oh my God! I I I still cannot believe I broke the internet again. Oh yes, I broke the internet again, and I broke it with Jim Cornette. Now, just to go ahead and get this out of the way, I was listening to an episode of Jim Cornette's Drive Through, right? And every episode that I ever listened to, I've listened to the entire all of the episodes of the drive through and all the episodes of the experience. However, there's a couple of episodes that I have not got to from the first episode, the very first episode, all the way down to episode 134. They've only done uh, one. I, I was at 300 and 
what, 320, 321 episodes or something like that. And I go backwards. I'm listening to every single episode backwards. I've been listening to it in the past couple of months. And then I stop at 135, uh, this episode where Jim Cornette and Brian Last were having a conversation with former NWA world champion and also UFC Hall of Famer Dan the Beast Severin. And I thought that was pretty good. And then I was hoping to hear the next episode. And I'm like... Wait a minute, I don't hear a fucking thing. What the fuck's going on here? And it stops at 135. Oh, come on. How the fuck am I supposed to hear the rest of the experience? Well, anyways, so I'm listening to the experience, right? And I'm on my Twitter, uh, my Twitter here. And I wrote down and I said, listening to the Jim Cornette drive through with your host, Jim Cornette and the great Brian Lass, uh, talking about food. And this is what I put down. I love pizza. I eat cheese with my hamburger, but there's something, there's something I want to know from the two of you. What are your thoughts on tacos? <laughs> that's that's my tweet towards Jim Cornette and the great Brian Lass. Um, when I put that tweet out, uh, you know, because they were all talking about, you know, hot dogs and hamburgers and, and pizza and everything else like that. Brian Lass is all talking about how pizza should be just the dough, the sauce, the cheese, nothing else. He doesn't like toppings on his pizza. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This dude doesn't even like cheese on his hamburger. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Are you are you out of your damn mind? <laughs> and then and then Jim Cornette, he does not he does not like mustard on his hot dog. Really? Are you, I, I I like I like mustard on my hot dog. I like chili and cheese on my hot dog. Sometimes bacon from time to time, depending on how the hot dog rolls. And I decided, you know what? I'm gonna chime in. I'm gonna go ahead and, and mention something about tacos right so i go ahead and i talk about the tacos on the twitter and then about one hour later all of a sudden i go back on my fucking facebook or my twitter i'm sorry all of a sudden all of a sudden my shit is blowing up like fucking crazy everyone wants to everyone wants jim Cornette to chime in on the taco controversy as he says so i'm looking at this other one where it says uh, this is a tweet from jim Cornette. He retweeted my, my comment, right? And it says, should the taco controversy be next? <laughs> Jim Cornette retweets my shit and wants to talk about the taco controversy. Here's the thing. First of all, thank you very much, Jim Cornette, for retweeting that for me and everything else like that. I appreciate it. I love the experience. I love the drive through And if no one, if anyone has ever heard of the experience, you got to hear it, dude, because it's all about old school wrestling. Uh, you know, this dude talks it like it is and everything else like that. I just love it. I just love it when every time I get a chance to listen to the drive through and I get a chance to listen to how all this goes down, man, it's some real good shit. But when you get an opportunity to check it out when you can... Thank you very much, Jim Cornette, and hopefully, because uh, the experience don't come until this coming Friday. He was supposed to have done the drive-through on Monday, but due to his schedule and due to other things that were happening, Jim Cornette had decided that he was going to put the episode of the Jim Cornette's drive-through from this past Wednesday, which did come out. Did get a chance to listen to it, liked it, loved it, and now I'll probably get a chance to. Listen to it again just because I can and I want to.
<laughs> but anyways, if you guys can, follow Jim Cornette and follow the great Brian Lass and listen to the drive through and listen to the experience. All you got to do is go to Spotify or go to Apple Podcasts or go wherever you can and listen to the drive through on Mondays and listen to the experience on Fridays. Trust me, you'll, you'll definitely like what you love to hear and everything else like that. Okay, now that we got that shit out of the way, let's talk about... AEW's revolution. Let's talk about that event and everything. Now, uh, <coughs> pretty much everything that I predicted happened and so much more. Let me see if I can get over to my Wikipedia page. I didn't get a chance to see the revolution event until it actually took I mean, even though it was on a Saturday, it took place uh it took place on a Saturday, but I managed to see it on a Sunday. Somebody apparently had decided to go ahead and put in, let's see, ah, here's the result. Got the results here, everything else like that, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Okay. So they did the, uh, they, they actually did two matches here. Uh, one match that I didn't get a chance to see, which was not available. Uh, it says Dr. Britt Baker, uh, DMD, and Penelope Ford against who? Riho and. Oh, well, they showed... Well, I didn't see that matchup. I don't understand why it's in here. But anyways, let's see. <coughs> the one I saw on the Countdown show, uh, The Dark Order defeated SoCal Uncensored, which is SEU, of Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky. I wasn't expecting that matchup, and for The Dark Order to win... Oh, that, that, that's, that's, oh, God, let's move on. Okay, in this matchup, Jack Hager versus Dusty Ro- Dustin Rhodes in a singles match. That's the beginning of the Revolution pay-per-view. Um, I actually picked Jack Hager to win, and sure enough, Jake, he did win. He defeated uh, Dustin Rhodes. That took place. And then right here, Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. And this was one hell of a matchup to look at. Darby Allen uh, defeated Sammy Guevara, which, you know, he was the one that I predicted to win. Sammy Guevara, uh, you know, someone that is that lives in the Houston area but is pretty much a hometown favorite here in Corpus Christi, despite the fact that I hate that he says that Corpus Christi sucks, which he sucks bad. But that's just me anyway. <laughs> the AEW tag team titles were on the line as Kenny Omega and Adam Page defend the tag team titles against the young butts of Matt and Nick Jackson. Now, in this matchup, I, I had this feeling that Kenny Omega and Adam Page were going to win the tag team titles, which they did. But Adam Page is really getting over with the fans. I, I'll admit this. Adam Page got over with the fans in a huge way. The Young Bucks were booed in Chicago. I mean, they booed the shit out of the fucking Young Bucks. Nobody cared about what the Young Bucks did anymore, which kind of made me think, wow, this is... um. I like where this is going. I really, really like where this is going now. So, the next matchup, Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander for the AEW Women's Championship. A lot of people did not like this match, and despite the fact that Nyla Rose won, nobody cared about the match. And I agreed, because I saw the match, I looked at it, I just said, uh, that's not going to work out. No. 
So Nyla Rose wins the matchup, retains her title, defeats Chris Stantlander. Let's move on to the next matchup. The next matchup, this is the most anticipated match in the history of AEW. Cody to go one-on-one against MJF. Warlord in MJF's corner. And the great Arn Anderson and Brandy, his wife, in Cody's corner. This was an epic match from head to toe. This was good a good old-fashioned wrestling style that kind of reminds me of something I've seen like uh, back in the NWA, uh, back in the territory days. I mean, this was a classic heel versus babyface. And this was one of these matches. This is one of these matches I'd love to see in AEW every single time when I get it. And I made the prediction where I said, I believe I said MJF would win over Cody. But that is if Arn Anderson were to turn against Cody, which that didn't happen. All that happened was Cody was trying to hit consistency of three uh, crossroads on MJF. And then there was one spot that I didn't see where apparently MJF got his ring out, placed in his finger, hit Cody in the head, dropped him. Referee didn't see it. One, two, three. MJF wins the match. And Cody Rhodes, you know, you know, lost against MJF. And this was perfect. This was perfect. Because now this will escalate. The feud will escalate even further into the next pay-per-view bout. Which, by the way, AEW's got another pay-per-view event coming up in March 12th, as a matter of fact. I think it's called Blood and Guts. And supposedly they're bringing back... The old school war games, which I'm not going to talk about that in this episode. I'm going to talk about that this coming Saturday. Blood, AEW, Blood and Guts, and the return of the original war games, which, you know, I'm going to have a little problem with it. More importantly, I think WWE is going to have a problem with it as well. The other matchup right here, Pac going one-on-one against... Oh, God... Pac versus Orange Cassidy. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and get right to it. I saw the match. (coughs) It was okay. It was great. It was fine. Why? And And I'll suspense with the formalities. Pac did win. Orange Cassidy was stupid from the very beginning. Then he got himself a comeback. Then he came back like two or three times. Lucha Brothers came in for the save. The best friends came in for the save. And then Pac went ahead and beat him. And I said to myself, okay, everyone's been making this big deal about Orange Cassidy. And don't get me wrong. I like... It is a thing. I like Pac... Orange Cassidy, personally to me, he's a great entertainer. He just sucks as a wrestler. And that's the truth. I'm sorry. Yes, the comeback was good. Yes, the comeback was nice. But let's come on now. I I freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. Even though this was his pay-per-view debut, he, he he's not even made a, a match of any kind. He's just there. That's all he is. He's just there. 
All I know is your winner, Pac. He defeated Orange Cassidy. That's it. That's out the window. Now let's move on to the main event of the evening. Homestar Runner's favorite wrestler, John Moxley, to go one-on-one against the AEW World Heavyweight Champion, Chris Jericho. Now, just like what happened with Cody and MJF, this was a case of a bad guy versus good guy, but in this case, the anti-hero being John Moxley against the champion, Le Champion at the time, Chris Jericho. I loved how this match went down. It was everything I ever expected and more. The referee did her job, went ahead and kicked out Jack Hager, kicked out Ortiz, kicked out Santana. Uh, Sammy Guevara came in and tried to interfere in the match and hit John Moxley with the championship. And then all of a sudden, you know, Chris Jericho thought he had John Moxley right in the palm of his hands. And then all of a sudden, John Moxley, who looked like he couldn't see, looked like he was blind, and everything else like that. And then all of a sudden, he removed the eye patch. He tricked the hell out of Chris Jericho. Hit him with the paradigm shift. One, two, three. I said that I predicted that if John Moxley wins and beats Chris Jericho, this means Chris Jericho is going to be taking some time away from everything. And I was right. Ladies and gentlemen, you're new. AEW World Heavyweight Champion. He is John Moxley. And I got to say, guys, I was happy with it. I know Chris Jericho. I, I know uh, my friend Homestar Runner was definitely happy for it because when the moment when um, he won the championship, I was like, oh, man, I know Hector's got to be happy for this whole fucking shit about John Moxley winning the title. Because, you know, this moment when he won the title is a lot. And I'm sorry to say this, and this is the fucking truth. This is a lot better moment than when Dean Ambrose won the WWE Championship over in the WWE. And no disrespect, because I was glad that Dean Ambrose won the WWE Championship for the first time in his career. But I think this one was just a little bit more important. Just a little bit more important. Don't get me wrong. I love Dean Ambrose being the champion and all. But I think, I think this was just a little bit more important. Just a little bit more important. But nonetheless, overall... What do I think of AEW Revolution as the pay-per-view? <sighs> I gotta say, the pay-per-view was outstanding. It was good. It was everything that I ever expected and a whole lot more. And this was just something that, you know, you know, from head to toe, the pay-per-view was outstanding. Some of the matches were very, very good. There were uh, like uh, the championship matchup with John with John Moxley and Chris Jericho was good. The matchup between Cody Rhodes and MJF that was a great match itself, and I'd love to see that feud continue on to another pay per view. Possibly, and this is just my thinking on it, if they can escalate that feud between Cody Rhodes and MJF and escalate it over to Double or Nothing, that will be worth something. Definitely be worth something to check out because I'd like this feud to end up over at uh, AEW's uh, Double or Nothing. I don't want it to be in the blood and guts. If anything, I want to see a contract signing that would take place between these two if, in, if in fact, a rematch is going to take place, which I can't wait for. 
John Moxley and Jericho put on an outstanding show, put on a great championship match. And John Moxley being the champion, there are some people that have said that it was too soon for Chris Jericho to lose the title. But to me, I, you know, Chris Jericho has held on to the AEW championship since when did he want it? In uh, August, right? August of. Um, 2019, August, September, October, November, December, January, February. That's six months he's been champion. So, to me, him losing the title, it's no big deal. It's no big deal at all. There's some people that said that, ah, oh, well, he should have, he should have never lost the title. I mean, we should have, you know, have this feud escalated to another pay per view. No, I mean, I would prefer. Jericho to win to lose the title to Moxley and let his reign as champion uh last for maybe a couple of months until double or nothing because I kind of see a rematch happening between John Moxley and Chris Jericho along the road and I see Jericho retaining the title from John Moxley if in fact those are the plans for AEW so nonetheless Big congratulations go out to uh, AEW and the Revolution pay-per-view. I think it was outstanding. I think I think it was a great event. The women's match needs to go. Okay? The women's match needs to go. And speaking of something that needs to go, here's something that I haven't addressed. And I know a lot of other people have probably been asking me the same question. The whole thing with Cody Rhodes and his tattoo. <laughs> Okay, first of all, I'm not a big fan. I, I love tattoos, okay? I love tattoos. I don't love them on me. I love them on anyone else. I, I've got a lot of friends that have tattoos. I've seen several women with tattoos. I've seen a lot of great tattoos. But that tattoo, no. <laughs> no, not on your fucking... And with all due respect to Cody Rhodes, with all due respect to Cody, even his wife, Brandy, had said he doesn't like it. She doesn't like it, you know? And it's like whatever he wants to put on his body is him. It's his decision. And to everyone, and all of us can agree when I say that tattoo has got to go, okay? Get it out of the ring. Get it out of the way. <laughs> oh God! I mean, and 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 I and I did answer this question, Furman. What do you think is better, Cody Rhodes' tattoo or Goldberg becoming the Universal Champion? And I just said straight up, hey, I'd rather I'd rather have Goldberg be champion than have that fucking shit on my neck. <laughs> that's just me, though. Okay, that's just me. <coughs> okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this edition of the episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. This is just a preview of the Revolution Afterthought. So, as this episode is being done, there is going to be another episode coming up this coming Saturday. We're going to be talking about the Elimination Chamber, all the matches, all the predictions that I'm going to make, and plus more updates on WrestleMania, and I'll give you guys an opportunity to listen to it. And also... um, I guess I'll probably give you a little bit more update of what's going on with my roof and everything else like that and let you know how the progress report goes on that. 
And also, uh, there will be a time and there will be a place when the main event returns over to Richard's Billiards. I will bring that update to you as soon as possible. Not only to talk about that, we'll also talk about WrestleMania. We'll talk about NXT TakeOver when it comes over to Tampa in the next couple of days. Oh, and congratulations go out to JBL for being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. No doubt there's going to be some controversy involving in that. So, I'll talk about that in the next coming episode. The next episode coming up this Saturday will be the Main Event Talk Podcast. It's going to be entitled The Elimination Chamber. And as I stated, I'm going to give you my predictions, my thoughts on all that and so much more. So, follow the Main Event on Twitter at twitter.com slash at Main Event Player. You can also follow me on Twitter, on Facebook at facebook.com slash at Main Event Player. Follow the Main Event on his Facebook page at facebook.com slash at Real Main Event Talk. And also follow me on Instagram at instagram.com slash at Main Event Player. Follows Richard, follow Richard's Billiards on their Facebook page at facebook.com slash at Richard's Billiards. You can also follow them on Instagram as well at, face, at instagram.com slash at Richard's Billiards. No doubt big events are happening for Richard's Billiards and so much more. So in the meantime, guys, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take a look back at everything that happened at AEW Revolution. Guys, if you get a chance, check out AEW's Revolution happening Uh, See the replay of it, check it out, and see for yourself of how that event went down. I will see you next time on another great episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. This coming Saturday. Be ready, guys. Why? Because I can and I want to. Any questions? Enough said.
It has been one hell of a year for yours truly. It's been one hell of a long road, but I didn't win this. I didn't win this tonight. It doesn't belong to me. Just like AEW belongs to you because you, the fans, the wrestling fans, have been driving AEW forward. You are the energy that fuels AEW. And a year ago, we had a conversation and we said, we're bringing pro wrestling, pro wrestling back to the people. And that is exactly what we have done. Look, I didn't win this, this doesn't belong to me. This belongs to everyone here in Chicago tonight. All the AEW fans at home, most importantly, all the fans who've been with me from the beginning, through all the ups, all the downs, all the good and the bad, the fans that have stuck with me and kept me moving forward, pushing forward, this belongs to you. And I don't have words to describe the gratitude that I have toward the entire AEW family. And the most important part of the AEW family is you.